0: guys and welcome back to the wings of fire fan wings podcast where we talk about all things wings of fire but today we are doing the one year anniversary of my podcast it is today and uh, i just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to my podcast because i did not expect it to get this popular and i'm just want to really say thank you thank you to all the people who leave all these like nice reviews and um i hope everyone has a good day and with that get some popcorn get some snacks get whatever you want to do because this is going to be a bit of a longer episode so i am going to be ranking all of the books, besides the graphic novels, and my maybe in one or two other exceptions, but most slash all of the books in Wigs of Higher on a tier list, and yes, I actually made my own tier list using uh, Google uh, Sheets, not the normal tier list, because I couldn't find that. <laughs> Anyways, so there are going to be, um, basically, how's it going to work? Is there's going to be some categories like they're super thrilling is the best, then amazing, then pretty decent, then could be more thrilling and definitely not exciting, which no WAF books are that category for me, because I wouldn't be making this podcast if I did it like WAF. Okay. And um, I'm gonna try to go over all the books with one or two minute sort of explanations, I guess. Oh, by the way, spoilers for all the books. So, sit back, relax, and listen to my writing of the books. And I'm probably going to be writing this down while I talk about it, too. Uh, because I'm probably going to forget. (laughs) Anyways, let's get started with book one. Book one, I think it is a pretty decent opening book. I like all the characters. Um and how you basically kind of get the gist of what the tribes are like or at least the stereotypes of every tribe but my thing is I kind of had to reread it once or twice to sort of get the full concept so if um I only had to read it maybe like once per se it would have been um like really really good personally it's just not my favorite um But then again, it's kind of first books in the series usually aren't my favorite. It's just a personal preference, I guess. So I'm going to put that in the um, Pretty Decent tier. Somewhere between Amazing and Pretty Decent, but I would say Pretty Decent because compared to some of the other Woff books, in my opinion, it's really good. It's a Pretty Decent tier for book one. Then for book two... Yeah, I think that would go into the amazing tier for me. I love sea wings, and I know somebody suggested sea wings, so I'm gonna do a little breakdown of sea wings in my opinion. Sea wings are really fun. I love the colors. I love the going to dark scales. I love the fins on their backs, and I just really think that they're such a cool tribe. They seem very artsy. They seem very like innovative in my opinion, and they even have their own language, which is also pretty cool. So, um. That and then also how Tsunabi's character development. I love character development. Uh yeah, I really like reading it. So I would say this would be in the amazing tier because, you know. I really I really like the book, but there are more that I like um better. So for book three. Oh gosh, this is hard. I would also put this in the Amazing tier, I guess. Because I really like it. Um, Definitely not as much as The Lost Air, a.k.a. Book 2. But The Hidden Kingdom is really good. I like the Rain Wings. I like the Royal Challenge. And I've seen this before. Like, three out of the five of the Dragonettes of Destiny are royalty. Why? Um, which I kind of get that. But at the same time, I just find it really interesting how the Raimling Challenges work. Uh, so, I guess I would give this somewhere between the scales, but we can't do that, so I would just give it an amazing because I like Glory. Yeah, she's cool. Okay. Fourth. Um, The fourth book wasn't personally my favorite. I don't know. For some reason it just wasn't too appealing. It was kind of just chill. Maybe because Starflight was thinking of Sunny the whole time or a decent amount of the time and then you know, but I really did like rereading that whole part with Battlewinner. And I really liked Battlewinner. I feel like for me she carried the book. Um but I could also relate to Starflight too, so that's a good thing. Uh, so this one is between uh, pretty decent and could be more thrilling. Uh let me think. I don't know. I'm gonna put this at uh, t- uh halfway. Yeah, that's gonna be called three and a half because uh yeah, it's one, two, three four, and five, so let's just call that three and a half, aka somewhere between pretty decent and could be more thrilling, but at the same time, I just really also just, I like this book, it's really good, and obviously, I love all WAF books, so this is just on the WAF book scale, because like, with my favorite books, WAF is definitely near the top of that list, but it would be somewhere near the end of the top of my favorite books list, it just personally wasn't my thing um i guess more proactive protagonists are my type to read but hey, you know every, beggars can not be choosers and i really love this book so i'm gonna give it a somewhere in between those okay next is the fifth book the brightest night now the brightest night is Pretty good, in my opinion. I like it. I like how we all got to see Blister boys and Burn in one place. Uh, anything else? Oh, yeah, I really like the Eye of the Onyx. I like that feature. Uh, I like Thorn. Uh, obviously, all the outclaws are epic. So, let's give this an amazing, because, you know, I like it. Uh, amazing, yeah, okay. So then for book six, and I'm doing all the number books, then I'm doing the legends, and then I'm doing the winglets. So for book six, I would say that this is somewhere between pretty decent and amazing because I kind of liked the thing of, okay, Nightwing still can have mind reading power. They weren't just lying about it. And then Darkstalker getting introduced, Winter, Keebly. Keebly being there again. I love Keebly. He's epic. Um, yeah, it's somewhere in between that. I wish I really would have thought of more in between ratings for this. Because I really like the book, but the thing is, like, I don't know. I still really like it. I guess I haven't read it in a bit, and by the way, I did not reread all the books just for this episode because I read them a lot. A lot. But the thing is, I really like Moon, and I really like all that stuff. And I like, um, just the, okay, they're at school, they're reading each other, sort of aesthetic with the book, in my opinion. So for that, I'm going to give it somewhere between pretty decent and amazing. Uh, yeah, if you can tell, I'm not that good at deciding my mind up on rankings at all. Uh, yeah, so let's give that a, that that would be 2.5. And by, um... Because 2 is amazing, and then 3 is pretty decent. So, okay. Somewhere between there. Then Book 7! Okay, this introduces me to a lot of characters I like. I like Winter. I like all the characters that were already introduced. I like the Icewing hierarchy. I like that. And I also like turning into another dragon. Obviously, some Scarlet stuff is brought up in there, and I love Scarlet. Uh, and just the whole sort of... Board. Foreshadowing? That was done. So, I mean, Book 8 definitely had that chameleon's cult sort of thing. So, the whole foreshadowing, I really like it. How they were trying to find the person. But, oh my gosh! Peril is gonna get turned into something in Book 8. Okay. So, I'm gonna give Book 7 an amazing. I love Wonder. He's edgy. I like him. Okay. Now, on to Book 8. I love Peril. She's fiery. She's cool. Uh, She's epic. Uh... yeah, Scarlet. I really like her too. And I like the plot of this. I like how her actual emotion shows through the necklace because she's very passionate, emotional, like her emotions are very, very strong. So I like that trait and chameleon. I feel bad for him. I really do. So let's give this an amazing. Okay. Let's give this an amazing. If you're wondering, none of them have been thrilling slash super thrilling. Um, And, by the way, Super Thrilling slash Thrilling are both the same writing. And we are getting to those, if you are wondering. Okay. Then book nine. Uh, book nine. Like I said, I like re-proactive, like, characters more than, like, I guess I would call Turtle a reactive protagonist. But at the same time, I liked how he always imagined himself in the book, because I always do that. I do. Okay? I'm guilty of that. So, for that reason, I'm not exactly sure. I guess I would give this a three. Yeah, I'd give this a three. Um, Well, three is also pretty decent. Because I like all of the plot lines, but I guess it kind of just could have been... Okay, Turtle be a bit more proactive. But then also, oh my gosh, Turtle's animus magic is really just, um, yeah, Turtle, he kind of invented texting, but not really. Come on, Turtle, you know. Maybe he could have really invented texting, just writing something and then doing stuff with it. So, Turtle texting. I really liked it. Okay, fine, let's just give it an amazing because I like book nine. Now, book 10, oh no, the controversy rules in subplot with Onyx and the Talents of Power. First of all, I think book 10 should have been called Talents of Power and book nine should have been called Darkness of Dragons, just a quick little side note. I mean, the Talents of Power are literally in book 10 and then Darkness of Dragons. You kind of experience Stalker's Darkness in book nine. Anyways, and Anemone's an Darkness in Book 9, too. Anyways, um, Book 10, I love Keebly. Like I said, he's amazing. And it would have been f- pretty thrilling if not for the end, uh, where Stalker and whole Peacemaker shenanigans happens. Uh, so... I don't know. I guess it would have been pretty decent. Because I really, really like... Okay, that... The, This would also be a 2.5, because I really, really like the characters. It's just the subject of, okay, I think the plot could have been a bit better, uh, with, like, the ending and stuff, and then I also kind of wanted Darkstalker to survive, personally. But, hey, I really, really did like the book. So, let's give it a 2.5. And, by the way, like I said, all of these are really good for um, compared to a lot of the books, because, I mean, Wings of Fire, I love all of it, this is just ranking them, in the order from best book to least book, and even, and even the worst book in this ratings is, like, really, really high on my top scale, and by the way, sorry if my audio kind of went out of it, I was readjusting the headphones I used. Anyways, now let's go to Pantala with book 11. Book 11, I like how they introduce new characters, new tribes and everything. I like how they have candy, chocolate, uh, coffee. That's probably mentioned in book 12, I think. But you know the drill. They have really, like, advanced stuff compared to Pyra. So I like that. Uh, I also really love Cricket, Sundew, Blue, Luna, Swordtail. All the characters introduced were really good. Um... Yeah, I would give this a 2.5, too. There are so many books that have a 2.5, but I also got to give this one a 2.5. I just don't think it's, like, a amazing, personally, but I really like it, still. I I really, really like it. At book 12, I give this one an amazing, <laughs> off, the, off the bat. I love Cricket. Lady Scarab. Um, Yeah, Scarab is just epic. Uh... I don't think there's anything else I have to say. Oh, and then Bumblebee, obviously. Uh that's maybe a bit more in the poison jungle, but Bumblebee's epic. And I really, um, in general just like the characters and the plot of this one too. And I'm just gonna give this one an amazing because this one is amazing in my opinion. Uh, now the poison jungle. I love the poison jungle. Okay. This is the first Wings of Fire book that I've been waiting for it to come out. Because I basically just started reading it in like, right after the Hive Queen was released. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is epic. Uh, so then I was waiting for the Poison Jungle. And oh my gosh. The Poison Jungle was really, really good. I love Willow. I love Sundew. I love Hazel. I love Sequoia, Queen Sequoia, whatever you want to call her. I love Belladonna. I love. Uh, uh, a lot of the leafways. I still love Nettle, Hawthorne is epic, uh, all of these people are good. So I'm gonna get that a 1.5, aka the highest rating so far. And yes, there are some ones because I'm saving that. But 1.5 is just really, really good. Um, so that is between super thrilling and amazing, you know. Uh, yeah, it was just really, really good. Just, like, the few books that were in one, I personally like better. And now for book 14, the last of the number books so far. Book 15 is enough for the time of recording. Um, So, book 14. Probably being the amazing for me. Or maybe 2.5. Because, um... Uh, yeah, a lot of people have said that it felt like a filler, and I feel like it might have been. But at the same time, I just really like the book in general. I think it's a really, really good book because I love the character development. And I love seeing what's on Pantala and Pyria at the same time. Uh, Keevely is in there. Thord is in there. Winter is in there. Lynx is in there. Ivory's cool. You know, all the cool squad just lined up. Oh, oh yeah, Tsunami. I love Tsunami, too. Yeah, Tsunami's cool, also. I really like her. Uh, so, yeah. And, oh my god, there's so many ships with Snowfall in it. That could be possible. Personally, at this point, I don't really ship her with anyone, but, yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this one a 2.5. Because I feel like they might have... Could have been able to have maybe a bit of more battle scenes because I like those, but hey, it was still a very, very good book, and I like it. Also, finally, we get another mudwing in the series. Let's go. We have Bullfrog. Yeah, that's the mudwing's name. And Gariel. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Gariel, I think it's the type of crocodile. Crystal's. Yeah, the one crystals in love. So yeah, that guy. Anyways, now let us go on to the legends. And before this, just a quick disclaimer if I didn't already make this at the start of this podcast. Uh yeah, this is all opinion based. You you all can have your own opinions. Because honestly, I love all the books. And if you're listening to this I assume you at least have an interest in Wings of Hire. So this is just really all opinion based. Okay now on to legends one aka dark stalker this is super thrilling epic amazing i love 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 legends dark well i'm just gonna call it dark stalker i love how basically dark personality how he's super cunning and seeing how he turned into be the dragon he was 2000 years after he awoke and I love Fathom, I love Indigo, I love Clear Sight. There were so many wholesome moments, followed by so many moments when I kind of was questioning if the character that was supposed to be good was good. Like, Indigo basically just assuming Darkstalker was evil. Which, I mean, she would, maybe, if she had not have done that, maybe it would have contributed to Darkstalker not turning quote-unquote evil. But there are just so many morally, um great things in this book that you could discuss like was indigo's um thought justified or was she acting a bit too quickly or like what what happened with quick death was that okay there were just so many oh my gosh there are just so many things you could discuss and i love this book i have probably read it more times than i have any other book and i've read the lost Air around 20 times so that's saying something okay that's really saying something one, this is epic. Only my moons, I love it. Okay, so that is super duper thrilling. I love it. Um, is there anything else I need to mention here? No, I don't. Th- oh, oh yes. Whiteout, Whiteout, Whiteout is a bean. I love her. Please, I love Whiteout. She's a bean. Okay, then Dragon Slayer. I've only read this once or twice, so I, and not in a bit of a long time. So, I'm basically just going off of memory. Um, so, it's kind of controversial. Should humans be added into the series? My thing is, I think it's interesting, in a way. I'm not saying it's good interesting, bad interesting. I'm just saying it's interesting. Um, First of all, I like dragons a lot. And it might take away from a bit of the dragons, but at the same time, we're still getting the dragons. And I like seeing how humans would react in a sort of dragon-dominated world without technology, and there are still dragons, and then there are humans who really like to draw dragons, because, yes, drawing dragons is epic. So, for that, I don't know, I'll give this a three, because personally, um... It wasn't, like, my favorite book of all time, but I really, really like it as well. I like getting all of that exposure to the world and info, stuff like that, all that. I'll give it a two point two point five actually, because I like it. Um, I just feel like maybe it could be a bit more dragon thing, like a bit more of a dragon thing, and even just be kind of on the side, maybe not doing anything, but we know how they act. Um. But well, at the same time, red is really really cool. Sky, sky is epic. Uh, Ivy, I love her. Uh, Stone is cool. Rose is cool. Uh, yeah, nothing else <laughs> that I feel like I have to mention at this point. Oh yeah, an Undauntable's cat. That's cool too. I just remember that he had a cat. Or is his name Undauntable? I forget. Um, just whoever the invisible lords kid is that was in love with ren whatever that kid's name is uh yeah i really like the cat because cats are cool to read about at least anyways now let's go on to the final section that i am doing the winglets and thank you all for sticking around if you stuck around this far don't worry there's only four more left (laughs) okay so winglets winglets one uh which is fierce teeth winglet prisoners yes i just um forgot the name there for like one millisecond and then remembered oh yeah it is prisoners so prisoners was really good i liked how it was in a letter form and honestly expressing fierce teeth side of the story how she was kind of the one who really really did want to be in the prophecy unlike how some of the other dragons didn't want to be in the prophecy how she's supposed to be how she was supposed to be the Nightwing at the lead, and honestly, I really did like hearing her story, so I would put this in the amazing tier, because I, I I really liked it, I like all the winglets in general, but this is in the amazing tier, so that would be a two, if, if you're wondering, uh, that is the second to best tier. Now winglets to assassin. Oh my gosh! Deathbringer has a winglet, and I love it. Okay, and I also have a whole other podcast on winglets, but that was a bit ago, so I have maybe an updated opinion. I'm not exactly sure. Um, maybe a bit more. But all in all, I love. I, I love all the winglets. They are all amazing, and probably one of my favorite Wings of Fire books so far. Um, like. If we're basically doing what this episode is doing and comparing how much I like the books. Okay! So, Assassin is a really good winglet. I really like it. <laughs> like, there were some parts that were super duper sad. And I usually don't cry about books. Uh, I-, I don't. I just, in general, I don't. But this one almost made me cry when Quick Strike died. Oh my gosh, it was so sad. Quick Strike. I loved her. She was. Amazing, and I love Deathbringer, and Tempest, Tempest is so cool, oh my gosh, I just love this one, we are giving this the super thrilling tier, okay, let's give that one, aka super thrilling tier, now England's three, let us go on to Deserter, uh, yeah, Deserter is really good, Burns, Creepy Side. Oh my gosh. I like reading it, but at the same time, I don't like Burn. So, yeah. That was kind of unsettling, to say the least. But at the same time, I just really do find it interesting to see how the war started. And, you know, Six Claws and Dune having having have been friends. That just seems really, really cool. How, at one point, they have been friends. And... How they were all just like chilling, and then oh no, this war comes along. How great, um, yeah, but Six Closet, how he like was loyal even when he was in Burn's army. He just was loyal to the wrong dragon, of course, cause <laughs> yeah, we all know Burn isn't the best. So, um, would give us a i will give this a one point five. I really, really like it. Just not as much as Assassin. Or, the one we were talking about last, but 100%, not least at all. I love these characters. I love the story. And, um, you know, it's kind of a prequel to Darkstalker in a way. Runaway. Or Runaways. I forget if it has an S. But let's just call it Runaway for now. Because, oh my gosh, Runaway is amazing i love snow fox i love snowflake i love bow slayer i love arctic diamond is my favorite uh yeah she's kind of sus or mean yeah i i don't like her but i really like the book and i like how okay i don't like her personality but i like her character but i don't really like her character at the same time it's just all confusing but all of the vague characters, I really, really like them. I've even read some bad fictions about Snow Fox and Snowflake and Arctic and Foslayer and I love all those characters. This is definitely going in uh in super thrilling tier. I really I really really like this book. Like I read this in fifteen minutes because I'm a fast reader. It wasn't that long and then I was just so interested in it and i was because usually when i read i drink water in between even if it's like kind of a short read but i didn't do that this time because i was just so so excited i really love this book it's really really good okay so that is me ranking all the weeks of fire books i might do this with the graphic novel um oh and by the way For the record, the graphic novel cover of the fifth book, um, the fifth graphic novel book, you can look at it on the wiki. It looks really, really cool in my opinion. I like it a lot. So, you know, I'm excited for this December so we can go see that graphic novel. And then possibly... <laughs> Today, look out for another episode because this is the anniversary of the podcast, and I kind of also wanted to do um, a normal ish episode about possibly the Wings of Fire coloring book that was mentioned on the wiki while I was looking at the graphic novel cover. Because there's going to be a coloring book. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! And yes. So anyways, I know this has been a very long podcast, and if you didn't stay the whole way through and kind of just skip to the end, that's okay, and I will give you a rundown. So basically, my favorite books were Dark Soccer, Legends, um, Assassin, and Runaway. I like all of those books a lot. My least favorites were probably book one and book four, but at the same time, you know, I just really love all these books, and uh, yeah, just thank you everyone for listening to this podcast for a year, or however long you've been listening, if this is your first time listening to my podcast, hello, I hope you enjoyed, and I have a lot of other podcasts, you should really go check these out, and thank you all so much, and I will see you in the next one, maybe later, today, bye.